0: positivity and prosperity podcast if you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight then you've come to the right place my name is victoria maskell and i'm a psychotherapist mindset coach and positivity practitioner i help women just like you to have their own cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality So, if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams there is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. And I want to start by saying today's episode is going to be so empowering. You've probably seen from the title, but today's episode is going to make you realize that whatever you want to do in your life, whoever you want to be, whatever skills you want to have, confidence, happiness, money, mindset, whatever it is, it is 100% possible for you. And that is the message that I want to give you in today's episode. Now, in true me style, there's going to be some science. I'm going to be giving you some evidence, some kind of research behind it. But that is the message for today's episode. Now, if this is the first podcast episode of mine that you are listening to, Hello, welcome to the podcast family. If you're not already following me on Instagram, then you can find me at victoria.maskell. And if you ever want to contact me, my email address is always linked in the show notes. It's victoria at victoriamaskell.com. So if you've got any questions, comments, you want to know more, you want to suggest some episode topics, then I would absolutely love to hear from you. And I know I say this every time, but it makes my heart so happy when people send me messages saying they've enjoyed the episodes, that they have got these amazing results as a result of the episodes. I love it so, so much. So thank you to every single person who sends me an email, a Facebook message, who sends me an Instagram message. It means so much to me. And that is why I created this podcast. Okay. So I I want to ask you a question. I want to start this episode by asking you a question. And that question is, what do you want to be that you're not right now? What do you want to create in your life that you don't have right now? So do you want to be more confident? Do you want to be more successful? Now, whatever successful means to you, that is totally fine. Do you want to be happier? Do you want to be calmer? Do you want to be a better public speaker? Do you want to be able to juggle? Do you want to be sportier? Do you want to have more money in your life? Do you want to have stronger relationships? Do you want to be more trusting, maybe? Just ask yourself, what do you want to be that you are not right now? Because as I said at the start, this episode is going to be about empowerment. It's going to be about the science behind why we can be whatever we want to be. Okay. So the old thinking behind this, the old thinking, this is basically like the nature nurture debate, I guess. The old thinking was that we are determined we are determined by our genes. And worse, as we age, we get more fixed. We get more stuck in our own ways. Like you've probably heard the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can teach an old dog new tricks. And if you are an old dog, a young dog, a medium aged dog, any type of age, you can create the life, the relationships, the personality, the skills that you want to create, okay? Now, what used to happen was people believed that a lot of um, our personality, our skills, our abilities were determined by our genetic makeup. So the genetics that we have inherited from our parents. Well, now there is evidence to suggest that yes, okay, we do inherit certain genetic characteristics. So for example, um, if any of you have met me in person, you know that I'm only five foot tall. Yep. I love wearing heels. And yes, you do lose me in crowds, but I have inherited that partly through my parents. My mum is exactly the same height as me. And let's just say my dad is, isn't going to win any height competitions either. Okay. So yes, there is a genetic element to my behavior. However, it's not purely down to genes. Okay. Bizarrely, My mum, obviously my height, five foot, had really quite tall parents. So my grandparents were quite tall. So I had the potential to inherit tall genes. Okay. But there's more than that. It's all to do with our environment. And there is now a process called epigenetics that scientists have discovered, which basically means that the environment that we live in, the um, events that happen, the stresses, the nutrition that we get, the experiences that we have in our lives, turn on and turn off genes. So let's say you are born into this incredible family. Both of your parents are neuroscientists or physicists or mathematicians, and you are given this incredible genetic potential. But imagine that your environment is really restrictive and it's really stressful. And maybe you don't get to go to school, you don't get an education, you um, have... Problems developing attachments because you don't have any social contact, that environment actually starts to turn off certain genes. And therefore, you start to not be able to reach your potential. But obviously, this works the other way around as well. And I see so many people that say to me, you know, they come to see me for sessions and they say things like, oh, Victoria, oh, it's just the way I've always been. My mum was exactly the same way. And there is obviously a massive element of truth in that because added to this, there is the process of social learning theory. So when we're growing up, we are like little sponges and we are listening to the things that our parents say. And it's particularly our parents because we spend so much time with them and we see them as role models. So little girls often look up to their mums because it's their same sex role model and little boys look up to their dads. Now, it doesn't have to be dads, it doesn't have to be mums, but it's often someone important in their life. So it could be a teacher, it could be an older sibling, who we look up to. So if we start hearing our parents saying things like, oh my god, business is so tough, or you got to put the hours in to get anything back, or even saying things um, related to anxiety, like, oh, I wouldn't do that, or be careful, or you never know what's going to happen then what's happening is our brains are taking these thoughts on, they're taking these experiences on, and this environment, if you like, is shaping our physical genetic material. And beyond that, it's also shaping our brains. So we've come a long way from thinking that we are purely determined by our genes probably you have some characteristics that are really, really different to your parents, um, or maybe even different to your siblings. So you can actually start to see physical manifestations of these differences, even in identical twins. Now, these, these identical twins have the exact same genetic makeup, but they have different personalities because they have different experiences because they don't live their lives exactly the same as each other. And that life experience can change us, can make us adapt, can make us grow. And this is just one of the reasons why we can be whatever we want to be. So no matter what your upbringing has been, whether it's been incredible or whether there are things that you would rather move on from, you can step into what ever version of yourself that you want to be. So if you've come from what you might describe as a difficult background or a humble background, you can 100% be an expert in your chosen field. You can be an athlete. You can be a business owner. You can be a millionaire because we are not determined by our past. Okay, That is the big message that I want to get across. And it's all to do with the neuroplasticity that we have in our brain. So old school thinking again was your brain starts off a little bit like Play-Doh and as a child you learn and you hear these experiences and you hear these statements from parents and then when you kind of get to older teenage years, maybe early adulthood, bang, it's fixed. Suddenly your brain is like concrete, it can't change, that's who you are. That's the old thinking. But now we know that that isn't the case. Yes, it is easier for children to learn things. They tend to learn things more quickly because there is an elements of kind of, they're like squishier Play-Doh. Okay, that's the the non-scientific analogy I'm going to go with. So young children pick up things so quickly. You see this if they have um, multilingual parents, they pick up languages so, so fast. So imagine a child's brain is like really, really warm, squishy Play-Doh, but our adult brains are still like play-doh we still have neuroplasticity and I'm always going on about how important our thoughts are but we get to change our thoughts and that actually changes who we are as people and it's all because of neuroplasticity now neuroplasticity really means that our brains are a little bit like play-doh and they can adapt so what happens is um, if you I was gonna say you snooze you lose but that's not really the right saying if you're listening to this and you can think of the saying I'm thinking of, if you don't use something, you lose it. Is that is that a saying? Am I making that up? Send me Send me a message if there's a proper saying and I'm just completely missing it on a Thursday afternoon as I'm recording this. But your brain likes to have a nice kind of tidy setup. So if you have stopped using certain thoughts, certain habits, certain feelings maybe, it does something called synaptic pruning. And it's basically it's saying, oh, okay, well we used to juggle five years ago, but we haven't done that in five years. So clearly this person doesn't want these thoughts, these skills, these actions, these muscle movements. So let's just do a bit of pruning and just chop off those synapses, okay? But what that means is as well, we can reverse that process and we can start saying, actually, no, I want to learn how to juggle. I want to feel more confident. I'm going to start reinforcing these thoughts and these behaviors and taking different actions. And then your brain responds and it goes, oh, okay. You want to be more confident. You want to be happier. You want to be calmer. So these synapses are important. Okay, cool. Now a synapse is technically a gap between two nerve cells brain cells, neurons, um, are what are sending all of these electrical messages. So every second, probably millions of nerve cells, specifically called neurons, are sending electrical impulses. And we're not really aware of this because so much of what we do is run by the subconscious anyway. But the more you reinforce a thought or an action, the more you strengthen these neural connections. So I I think I've possibly talked about this on the podcast before, but I definitely grew up with this kind of belief that I wasn't sporty. I ignored as many different sporting events as possible. I tried to be off for sports day. I asked my mum to write me letters. I would rather have stayed at home and worked on maths problems all day than done some sport. And I was building up synapses and experiences that fit this persona, because our brains like things that um, reinforce what we already know. So let's say you're listening to this and you feel like you're not a very confident person, okay? That's maybe how you've been brought up, or maybe that's what your earlier experiences have kind of shown you, and you've just thought, yeah, I'm just, I'm a bit shy, I'm a bit introverted, I'm not very confident. Now, what could happen is 100 people could say to you, oh my goodness, you're feeling, you're looking so confident. You're so confident. You're amazing. I I really value how, I'm trying to think of another word for confident, (laughs) how confident you are. Okay. You could have 100 people say that to you. But if one person says, oh, you're not very confident, are you? your brain absorbs that and it goes, yes, we will take that belief because that fits with what we already know, that strengthens our synapses, that strengthens our neural connections, and we will accept that. So wherever you are right now, whether this is, you're listening to this thinking, oh, do you know what? I actually do want to be more confident or maybe this is you thinking, um, I want to feel like I am brilliant at my job, or I want to be sportier or health more healthy. Whatever it is, your brain needs to have experiences and needs to start thinking like the person that you want to be. Because right now you are stuck in this status quo, you're stuck in this comfort zone, which we are all in. I am 100% in this as well. But if you want to change, this change is 100% possible by doing new things, thinking new thoughts, having new experiences, and then reinforcing those as a way of kickstarting this neuroplasticity. And it does make physical changes in your brain. Now, there's a brilliant study by Maguire who looked at London taxi drivers. Now, if you're not in the UK, um, London cabbies have to do something called the knowledge because they have to now now I'm clearly not that knowledgeable about it, but they basically have to memorise a huge map of London. They have to know, down to the tiniest, minute detail, exactly where to go, where to drive, road names, etc. It is an incredible thing. I have a huge amount of respect for London cabbies. So it's called The Knowledge. And what Maguire did was he found that these London taxi drivers actually had more volume in a part of their brain called the hippocampus. Now, this was a change, okay? So this increased volume wasn't found in non-taxi drivers. And what he realized was that by doing this process of learning, studying for this big test, they actually increased the volume in part of their brain. And this is an example of neuroplasticity. If you decided, you know what, I'm going to take up juggling, you're going to start off and it's going to be quite difficult, but you're going to get better and better and you're going to get better muscle memory. And what's happening is this neuroplasticity, your brain is kind of going, oh, okay, she wants to learn how to juggle, right? Okay, let's strengthen these neuroconnections. connections. And then over time, you get better and better. And then it becomes so, so easy for you. But then if you stop doing something, what starts to happen is those synaptic connections start to weaken or get pruned. Now you can build them back up again, but it's about reinforcing how you want to be, how you want to think. So you can teach an an old dog new tricks, you totally can. Um, And there's also even been studies where different parts of the brain have actually started to take on functions that other parts couldn't. So in 2014, Schneider did a study and he actually found a correlation between patients who had spent time in education. So he was particularly looking at brain injury, which I know is an extreme example, but I really, really want to give you the evidence to show that you can change your brain in positive ways. So Schneider was looking at people who'd had brain injuries. And what he found was the amount of time they'd spent in education was a positive predictor for recovery. So the more hours, years, months, weeks, whatever they had spent in education, the more likely they were to recover from these brain injuries. And he said it was because of what he called cognitive reserves. So he's basically saying, use your brain, keep activating it. It doesn't mean that you have to do degrees and degrees coming out of your ears. It means use your brain actually do tasks, be active, because you are using your brain and using this neuroplasticity to create whatever it is you want in your life. That was a very drawn out sentence. So my question now is, how can you use this? How can you take this information that your brain is adaptive, that it's plastic, that it's not literally made of plastic, just to clarify. It's not made of Play-Doh either, just to clarify that as well. But how can you use this? What is going on for you right now in your life that isn't what you want it to be, isn't where you want it to be? So, what new thoughts can you actually choose to become this version of you that you want to be? Because remember, thoughts are so, so important. I know I've talked about things like juggling, which you can say, well, you know, that's an action, Victoria, that's muscles, so that's going to make the change. Thoughts do exactly the same thing. Like I said at the start, you know, you might have grown up with a parent who was, you know, what you might describe as a warrior or quite an anxious person. They are saying maybe things like, oh, be be careful, or don't do that, or I don't think that's a good idea. And you are listening to those thoughts, and you are taking them on. Thoughts get reinforced in the same way that actions do. But also, if you think about your thoughts, that's where every single thing starts. If you are wanting to grow your business, get a promotion, buy a new car, make more money, be happier, be healthier, be more confident all starts from a thought. It all starts from somewhere within. So I want you to just kind of reflect a little bit and just maybe be aware today of some of the thoughts you're having, because it is completely normal to have positive and negative thoughts, which is something I always say to people. But I want you to use that kind of thought detective skill that I think about, I I talk about. And I want you to start noticing any thoughts that don't fit with the version of you that you want to become. So let's say confidence. Let's go with confidence, because I think that's a good place to start. Let's say you want to just be more confident, and that could be talking to new people, that could be in your business, that could be in a nine to five, it could be anything. It could even just be in romantic relationships or friendships. Maybe you want to be more confident. I want you to start analysing through your day any thoughts you have that don't reflect the confident person. I just want you to become aware of them. I want you to just be just kind of being more mindful of the thoughts that are going on. Because let's say you noticed that, um, I don't know, someone in your business had said about an event and, you know, would you like to speak at it? And your instant thought was, oh my God, I could never do that. Okay. That thought that I could never do that. I'm not confident enough. There's no way I could speak in front of a group of people that thought is then going to affect your actions. So then you're maybe not going to apply to speak at that event. And if you don't apply to speak at that event, people can't hear the amazing message you have. And then those people can't become your clients, or they can't ask to work with you, or you can't grow your business in that way, all because of one thought that you had in response to someone saying, oh, you should speak at that event. It all starts from a thought. Now, this doesn't have to be business related. This can be be to do with sportiness, like I was saying earlier. You know how I said, oh my God, I'm not sporty. I also was saying things like, I don't want to be the last person running around the track. I don't want to be picked last for the team. Um, I don't want to make a fool of myself. I don't want to not be able to jump over the hurdles, which when you're five foot tall is a real concern. Those hurdles are high. I don't like high jump. I would have just gone under it and, like, yeah, there you go, I'm done. So, but those thoughts were stopping me trying. Those thoughts were stopping me getting better. They were stopping me getting fitter and healthier and and actually getting better at things like hurdling and running. And actually now I love going to the gym. I'm not going to call myself some kind of athlete and I'm not a runner and I know that's a limiting belief that but I just don't enjoy it and I'm okay with that. I love dance classes and like things like body attack, etc. But I had to physically change my thoughts to get there. So I want you to monitor your thoughts. I want you to notice any thoughts you're having that don't fit with the version of you that you want to step into. And then I want you to ask yourself what actions you can take. And actually, let's think about what actions you can take today. And these can just be baby steps, all right? You don't have to go from introverted to extroverted or non sporty to sporty or lacking in self-confidence to thinking you're the king or the queen of the world. You don't have to do that in a day. I just want you to think about some small steps, some small actions that you could take today to start to rewire your brain, to start to use this neuroplasticity, to start to think, well, hang on a minute. Okay, I do feel anxious in these situations, but I don't have to or maybe to start to think, okay, I do lack a little bit of confidence in my ability to make money or to talk to new clients or talk to new people, but I don't have to be that way. I can change. I can use new experiences, new thoughts to actually start to change the way my brain works. And it really is baby steps just to build this confidence or feel happier or feel more confident. And obviously... One of the ways that I do this with my clients is I use BWRT. Now, BWRT stands for Brain Working Recursive Therapy, and it is an incredible technique. I would 100% encourage you to look into BWRT. Obviously, you need to have a trained practitioner. Um, If you want to get any more information from me about this, then feel free to send me an email. Um, So I said it was victoria at victoriamaskell.com or send me a message on Instagram, that's absolutely fine, because BWRT is such a powerful way of doing this rewiring, and it's so, so fast. I had a client, uh, what day are we on? Yep, it was this week, who at the end of the session, this was just her first session, was, was literally crying tears of joy because something that had been holding her back for so long, she was just so sick of it, had gone And she just couldn't find that feeling. And she, it's not about, BWRT is not about erasing memories because nothing can erase a memory. But what we can change is your thought, your emotion around that. And once you're free of that, that's when this neuroplasticity is happening. That's when you can step into this version of yourself and literally be that person that you want to be rather than feeling determined by the past or determined by your genetics. Because so often, we think, oh, well, you know, that's going to happen to me. My parents were exactly the same. I'm just going to repeat the same patterns. It does not have to be like that. And I really hope through this episode, you've you've kind of got that message that you can be whatever and whoever you want to be. You have the skills to transform whatever in your life is not where you want it to be. And I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on this episode. If you have already started this process, or maybe this has just reminded you of steps you've already taken in your life, maybe to to boost your confidence again, or to start trusting people more, or reduce anxiety, or feel like you are 100% capable of making as much money in your business as you want to. I would absolutely love to hear your stories. So tag me on Instagram or send me a message, and I would love to hear from you. Okay, so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you now feel empowered if you're listening to this first thing in the morning so that you can start your day how you want to start it and just create the life you want. It is 100% possible for you and I 100% believe in you and I know that you are going to be able to create this awesome, awesome life okay right I'm going to end the episode here if you've got any questions any comments feel free to send me a message if you want to know more about BWRT send me an email send me a message and I will get back to you about that right have a fabulous day everyone Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.